Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to witness the greatest happening in sport. The snap, the hold, the kick is up. Does it have room? It does, and it is good. Are you kidding me? And he's still on his feet. It goes down to the 20, 15, 10, 5, 2, 10. Back to pass looking. Has Kyle Leno open one up for the 40, 30, 25, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, 65-yard pass. Down to the 15, 10, 5, and touchdown, Edison Chargers. Follow his linemen, follow the big boys, and get into the end zone. So they go up two scores. What a drive that was. 15, 10, 5, dances his way into the end zone for a score. Now over for Brooks, tips, and Monroe wins it. A drop shot. The pitch, swung on, hammered, deep center field. It's got a chance. Gone! It's now time for the Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. The Locker Room Show is brought to you by Baldov's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. Bellevue Hospital, Domino's Pizza, The Village Drive-Thru in Milan, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Fisher Titus Medical Center, The Huron County Veterans Service Office, The Law Offices of Harwood and Niedermeyer, Noble Sports and Trophies, Norwalk Heating and Air, Stein Olson and Stang CPAs, Smiley Automotive, and Westside Sunoco on 95.3 WLKR. Good morning and welcome to the Locker Room Show here on 95.3 WLKR. I'm Josh Bowman alongside Kevin Rasnick here from uh, the Huron County Fair. And getting a little feedback here, so I will adjust that right now. Live radio, first time location of the Locker Room Show, right? Yes, first time. And I think we're good right there. No? Not good? All right. Hold on one second, folks. Is How about now? Is it that mic? It could be. Uh, let's see here. No. I don't know why we're getting any feedback here. We'll go ahead and take a quick break here, and uh, we'll see if we can fix things up. Be back after this here on 95.3. Getting ready for high school football games? The Village drive through is the place to get all of your game day munchies and a large selection of ice cold beverages. The Village Drive-Thru, located on the square in Milan, carries 26 flavors of Toff's ice cream, shaved ice, hand-spun milkshakes, and snacks. Open late during football game night, the Village Drive-Thru can handle all your lottery, party needs, and has pull tabs benefiting Edison Athletic Boosters. The Village Drive-Thru wishes all the area high school teams a great season. When I was in Iraq, our convoy was hit. It was bad. After I came home, I could still hear booms and see tracer fire makes it hard to be a good mom. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I'm Naomi Mathis, Air Force veteran. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. With help from DAV, I was able to begin to heal. DAV provides a lifetime of support to veterans of every generation, helping more than a million veterans each year. Today, I'm part of DAV. We're veterans helping veterans to get the benefits they've earned. And I give my veterans my all. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. My victory is being able to be here for my children. Naomi Mathis, 
thank you for your service. May your victories inspire many more. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Date night at the movies. I got popcorn. Shh. Sorry. And some candy. Getting back to the moments we miss. Shush. Starts with getting informed. Get the latest info about COVID-19 vaccines at getvaccineanswers.org. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. The Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. I got to tell you, you're lucky you're not cursed with this charisma. Every Saturday morning at 9 on 95.3, the sports voice of the Firelands. Back here, folks, at the Huron County Fair. Josh Bowman, Kevin Rasnick, live here from the fair. The final day of the fair, by the way. Got a great uh, great lineup of guests here joining us. Now, Mark Hazelwood with us from the Norwalk Reflector. And good morning, Mark. <laughs> good morning, indeed. Rise and shine, right? Yeah, used to, you know, hearing you over the phone. Uh, good to see you in person here. And uh, what you up to here at the fair? Oh, goodness. Um... Pretty much been out here all week. My uh, wife and daughter, um, she showed her rabbit and had like four or five other 4-H projects. And I got to be honest, I, you know, if anyone can out there can, can hear me, I know how busy our family was this week. And yet we pale in comparison to some other families out here. And it just really puts it in perspective, the amount of work and time and effort that these uh, 4-H kids and fam- all these families in general just... Wow, I I have a newfound respect. I can tell you that. Oh, you know that without a doubt, for yeah. sure. And l- let's talk some high school football. Can yep. you believe it? Last night, opening night of high school football, and uh, what's kind of your vibe from uh, last night? The only thing missing was a thunderstorm. I think <laughs> you know you had the 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 temperatures. You, we were at a one of the last true stadiums that doesn't run uh, north south with the sunlight. <laughs> Coming in from, you know, it's an east-west field, and it's one of the only ones that I can uh, recall that is still set up that way. So, um, I mean, it was it was pretty obvious what happened to Norwalk, isn't it? Uh, you know, yeah. Three plays in four minutes and three lost fumbles, and it led to, you know, two touchdowns, and you look up and you got the ball down six in the fourth quarter. So, you know, it was pretty, pretty self-explanatory. They uh, didn't help themselves there, and it, it cost them the game early. Yeah, to that point, obviously that's, as you mentioned, cost them the game. But you know, having said that, to kind of put themselves in position, have a chance at the end of that game, uh, that says a lot. To the defense, I think we all can agree, played great. And the offense started to find its rhythm a little bit there in that second half. Yeah, Norwalk's defense is, I mean, they returned 9 of their 11 from a, a unit that allowed, I think, 18-some points per game. I mean, they were a good defense last year, and I think that kind of got uh, lost in the shuffle in the SBC Lake, which is easy to do. Um no, their their defense from start to finish, um, I mean, did everything they could possibly do. You look at even one of the touchdowns was tipped into the receiver's right. hands, right? I mean, they did everything they could. And yeah, it just seemed like Norwalk needed some... It took. It's almost like halftime was a chance to catch their breath and to reset. Like, okay, the damage has been done. We, we, we're not running clock territory. Like, we kept it 
you know, at the three scores. And you're you're right. They were able to find, you know, the, the, the fluke play, I think, woke them up. The fourth down and 15 pass, I think it was, deflected backwards to Sam Bad. That was kind of that. They needed that spot. Like, okay, we, we got one back. We finally got a break that went our way. And really, from that play forward, they did everything they needed to do the rest of the game. You just couldn't predict that uh, Brock Hill would pin them literally to where they were going to have to go 99 and a half yards. Play of the game that gets yeah. lost is, is that punt by the Mansfield uh, quarterback that put the Norwalk was going to have to go 99 yards basically in four minutes. Well, and the problem now with, with Norwalk faces is there isn't that game where, not that there's any of those games, but not a game where you can kind of take a breath a little bit oh. and work on your offense. No. Literally is week to week out of the frying pan into the fire that, with that non-conference schedule. Never mind their conference schedule. But yep. They're going to have to find a way in games to get better offensively. Absolutely. And I, I will say, though, I thought last night was kind of encouraging in that sense. You know, I kind of look at it like if you can go down there to Mansfield, shoot yourself in the foot and fall behind 18 points, and yet look up and have the ball with a chance to win, you know, in crunch time, um, that's certainly a good indicator going forward. We'll certainly, uh, all, you know, a lot of us will get a look at here on the night and see what they're going to come back to Norwalk six days from now. But, uh, no, I, I listen, you... Two, one play can cost you a game, and, and last night two plays cost them a game. You know, and um, yeah, offensively, I, they are going to be a little behind the defense for sure as, as we get going here. And you're right, there's not a, not a lot of uh, you know catching your breath here in this schedule. Talking with uh, Mark Hazelwood right now, live from the Huron County Fair, the locker room show. Josh Bowman, Kevin Rasnick here with you. Mark, uh, any other games last night? Did you have a chance to kind of dig in and look at some other scores from last night? I was a little, I, I was a little surprised at the way at the way South Central won. You know, I think we all know that skilled position is their strength, but I don't know that I foresaw them with 35 points on two first downs, I believe it was, when it was 35-8 to eight in the third quarter, South Central had two first downs. So, that was a little eye-catching, I think. Um, you know, Lakota pulling away from Monroeville. I'm not surprised Lakota maybe necessarily won, but I guess the way they won kind of caught my eye. Um, <clears throat> Shea Sparks had five touchdowns opening night. You know, that caught my eye at Plymouth. He certainly... I think he's the only first-team Firelands Conference running back coming back from last year, and uh, that's certainly a, a good way to start your 2021 against a team that they, you know, should handle and did. But still, nonetheless, I mean, you know, he's a he's a special athlete down there. Um, and then I guess Vermillion beating Margareta by scoring one offensive touchdown in a 30 to 28 game. So those are kind of like my those ones caught my eye initially, at least. Well, and you know, tonight's a uh, big one, uh, St. Paul and Huron. Uh, expectations, of course, high for both programs, as they are pretty yeah. much every year. Uh, what do you expect from that one tonight? Well, one, I'm happy the game is back. <clears throat> and I think I'm even more happy that it is week one. I think that's a, a great week to play them. Uh, I expect... You know, I expect Huron to come in and, and, and do what they always do. I wouldn't look too much into them replacing 10 offensive starters because they, they've got a system in place there. Right. You know, just just like St. Paul does. They have a system in place. Um, so I think you know, Huron's going to come in. They're going to have, you know, the, you know, the ability to, to create space with all their guys on offense. You know, St. Paul will play their, you know, discipline, don't blow any assignments defense. Um I guess I give a slight edge to the Tigers going in. St. Paul returns one returning lineman both ways. But 
they've also looked a lot better in the scrimmages than even I thought they would. You know, keeping Edison out of the end zone for a half. And I was at the Keystone. They went toe-to-toe with Keystone, who's going to win seven, eight, nine games again in Division Four. So, um, you know, it's going to be a challenge for St. Paul. There's no denying that. But they, I, I think they're a little ahead of schedule, i got to be honest. Yeah, and certainly they're going to have to be because, you know, it's it's – been a while you and i have been around everybody here has been around the finals conference for a very long time now and it just seems to be year in and year out especially at the top at the top of the finals conference it yep. just continues to get better yep no there's believe me with your st paul western crestview and you know and apparently even plymouth in, in recent years i mean it's not going to be you know a walk in the park and i can't help but notice western and crestview play that first firelands conference game so you know, Western's another one. You know, they they did what they had to do last night. They're going to play, you know, Margareta this week, and then Edison in week three will be a strong. Th- they go Edison Crestview, you know, back to back. We're going to know a lot about Mr. Stevenson and Western Reserve after a month too. But no, you're right. I mean, Firelands Conference is usually you got that top three or four. St. Paul had its real peak run there, but it's certainly up for grabs, I think, amongst those three, if not four teams. Just wanted to mention a couple of games last night that were kind of wild. How about that Tiffin Columbian Fremont Ross game last night? Yes, Columbian. Um, you know, week one, I guess. You know, can, that one certainly was a surprise too. Yeah. Let's see what else was wild last Port night Clinton, too. Uh, Bellevue. Yeah, Portland yeah. Bellevue. Yeah, you know, you're just it's again, it's just kind of habit I think for all of us because we've seen it for so long from Coach Nasani teams. You know, when Bellevue went up, I think. 12 nothing or anything. They were up like 18 to 6. I just thought, oh, that game's over. Here we go, right? Right? And then I looked up and it was 30 to 28 Port Clinton. It was like, wow. I get to, Port Clinton, though, is another one that I think we kind of like that here on Edison. It's easy to get caught up in that, but they're going to be right there. They beat Edison last year, I think, by 21 points. And I think that kind of got forgotten by the end of the year because of the way each team's season went. But. Port Clinton's absolutely going to be right there with those two teams. All right, Mark, you going to catch the St. Paul game tonight? I will be there. All right, we'll be there, too. Uh, 95.3 WLKR will have the broadcast tonight. Mark Lane, who's already joining us here in the booth, along with Chris Morgan tonight. So thanks a lot, Mark, for stopping by. We appreciate it, and keep up the good work, man. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. All right, Mark Hazelwood there joining us from the Norwalk Reflector. We'll go ahead and take a break here on the Locker Room Show. And when we come back, we're going to hear from a couple of head football coaches that we had a chance to catch up to uh, catch up with this morning, uh, early, very early. Corey Fickeisen from South Central and Ty Stevenson from Western Reserve. That is coming up next here on the Locker Room Show. Stick around from the Huron County Fair. Getting ready for high school football games? The Village Drive-Thru is the place to get all of your game day munchies and a large selection of ice cold beverages. The Village Drive-Thru, located on the square in Milan, carries 26 flavors of Toffs ice cream, shaved ice, hand-spun milkshakes, and snacks. Open late during football game night, the Village Drive-Thru can handle all your lottery, party needs, and has pull tabs benefiting Edison Athletic Boosters. The Village Drive-Thru wishes all the area high school teams a great season. Kind. 
caring, innovative. These are just a few of the words that our patients use to describe their experience at Fisher Titus Medical Center. Every day, our staff strives to treat each of our patients as if they were one of our own, like Fisher Titus family. At Fisher Titus, we're proud to offer our community a wide range of services, from pediatrics to senior care, ensuring you get the right care right here in your own community. We are here for you. We are Fisher Titus Medical Center. To find a location near you, visit fishertitus.org. We take pride in what you stand on. That's why your best choice is Baldust Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We do things the old-fashioned way with helpful people who know their floors. The best in carpet and luxury vinyl planking for home or business. And we'll clean your tile, grout, upholstery. We even do duct cleaning. And we always stand behind our work. Visit Baldust.com and find us on Facebook or East Main Street in downtown Norwalk. Baldust Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We take pride in what you stand on. This is Matt from the Huron County Veteran Service Office in Norwalk. I wanted to take some time to let you know about what we do. We provide transportation, whether it be for doctor's visits or for other reasons. We make filing claims with the VA easier for veterans and their families. And the best part, our services are free. We have service officers available to start investigating your claims and answer any questions you have along the way. Just give our office a call at 419-668-4150. Again, 419-668-4150. We would love to assist you. Smiley Automotive Ginson. Nearly everyone is hiring, so why work for them? How about bonus plans, paid holidays, retirement plans, family-friendly atmosphere, and up to three weeks paid vacation? You get all that and more when you work for Smiley Automotive. They're looking for two techs, two detailers, and two salespeople. Hurry up and apply because if you're first to be hired, you'll receive extra time off. To apply, just call or stop in and ask for Jim Newberger. Smiley Automotive looks forward to making you a part of their family. Hey there, it's Rob Reinhardt, your host for Acoustic Cafe. Next time on the show, David Crosby is now 80. We will take a moment to look back. Brittany Howard also is now reimagining her debut, plus Ruth B. Torres and our in-studio guest for the week, actually live and face-to-face, Brett Denon. That and more next time on Acoustic Cafe, where we play some music that you've heard, some that you haven't, that I think you'll enjoy, as well as rare recordings you probably haven't heard ever. Sunday mornings from 7 to 9 on 95.3 WLKR. He's a man. Welcome back to The Locker Room Show. The Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. I got to tell you, you're lucky you're not cursed with this charisma. Every Saturday morning at 9 on 95.3, the sports voice of the Firelands. Joining us right now, Ty Stevenson, head football coach at Western Reserve. Glad to have him on the program here this morning. I'm Josh Bowman alongside Kevin Rasnick. And uh, Ty, uh, a big win for you on opening night. Uh, tell us about that win, and I'm sure it feels good, you know, uh, getting a week one win, of course. Hey, guys, thanks for having us on this morning. Yeah, uh, our kids play pretty well overall. Uh, we go up 6 nothing first drive of the first quarter, um, and then kind of hit a little bit of a lull in the middle of the first half. Uh, then we go Jude Munns to Jake Jarrett on a touchdown with one second to go to end the first half. Um, so we felt like that got us going a little bit going into the locker room. Uh, came out, got the ball first, start second half, drove down, scored, um, and then just kind of carried the momentum from there. So I was really happy with the way we played overall. Uh, talk about uh, your game last night and some of the kids that maybe uh, stood out. Uh, you know, certainly you talk about Mons and your skill position players, but maybe talk about some of your offensive linemen, your defensive linemen. Talk about some of those guys uh, that stepped up for you. Well, I, I thought our defensive coaches did a great job putting the game plan in this week. Um, 
Mm -hmm. I thought our D-line really controlled things with Josh Vilecki, Charlie Missler, uh, Joe Yoder, and Andy Robinson up front. I thought defensively played really well. I thought our two new inside linebackers, Rhett Gross and Logan Wiggle, um, had had a good night as well. Uh, You know, on the offensive side, I thought our offensive line, which we've talked about a lot this year, kind of got some new faces on it. I thought they did a good job of, of controlling things up front. Uh, Wellington poses a lot of problems. They're going to give you a different front almost every play. Um, so for our kids to be able to communicate up front and block, block the rules pretty well, I was happy with them. So those, those offensive linemen are uh, Rhett Gross, Jody Yoder, Preston Ernsberger, Andy Robinson, and uh, Charlie Missler, then, then with Carson Rowe playing tight end as well. So we, we thought it was a good night overall. Well, week one sometimes can present, uh, you know, challenges, you know, getting into a rhythm. You'll see some penalties and just, uh, you know, sometimes it takes a while to kind of uh, get uh, to where you want to be offensively. Do you feel like your offense uh, for week one is kind of where you want them to be? Well, yeah, probably. You know, we, we return that third-year starting quarterback in months, so that, that helps the helps things when you get your field commander out there. So I, I thought overall our, our offense was pretty good. You know, the main thing about week one is just conditioning the special teams because you don't really do special teams live up until that point, uh, and you never quite know if you're going to get through a whole game without a bunch of cramping and stuff, especially on a nice hot night like it was last night. So I thought both of those proved to, to play pretty well for us. Um, we need to work a little bit on our kickoff game, but other than that, I, I think we're pretty solid. Coach, uh, who do you got coming up next? We have Margareta next week at their place. All right. Uh, talk about that matchup a little bit. You know, we, we've played them since I've been here. They're a good program. Coach Polk does a great job, uh, you know, getting those guys prepared and ready. So they're they're big and physical. And I know when we played them last year in the playoffs, they they were starting a bunch of sophomores, so they're really young. And you know, obviously, they got those guys back, and, and they're going to be hungry to, to get get a win on Friday night. Uh, did you get a chance to look at some scores across the league last night? And if you did, uh, your thoughts on how the FC performed uh, opening night? Well, you know, from the scores I saw, and I think I think I saw them. All, I thought it looked like we had a good night overall. Um, you know, South Central pounded Willard pretty good. Looked like Plymouth put on Oberlin. Um, so, you know, I think it'll be a good league. Crestview obviously played Thursday night, had, had a nice night against Loudonville. So, you know, everybody's going to have to show up every night and play. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully your team is able to execute as well as they can, and, you know, and, and hope things go well. All right, Ty, good to talk to you here this morning, and best of luck next week against Margareta. Hey, thanks, guys. All right, they are Ty Stevenson from Western Reserve. Had a chance to talk to him earlier this morning. Uh, Western, a nice win, Kevin, 40-12 to at Wellington. And, uh, of course, uh, Western, we, we think, uh, one of the favorites in the Firelands again this year. Yeah, that's certainly the case, and that's uh, Coach Stevenson's done a nice job. You know, there was that stretch where Western was not playing their best football, but we remember that stretch before that when they were the one of the top teams in the Firelands Conference. And, and, and certainly uh, I think they're kind of back to that point this year. And, and uh, for years to come, Western's going to be competing for an FC championship, I would Thing. And then uh, we're going to hear from the head football coach at South Central, Corey Fickeisen, here in just a second. Uh, South Central, a uh, very impressive last night, a win against uh, Willard, 41-15. Yeah, South Central, one of those teams that's a year in and year out, continues to get better. They just need that season and, and a couple of those games to get them over that hump, right? They're kind of right below, I think, where they can become a competitive playoff team. I think Fickeisen's done a nice job. Numbers are getting better there, and I think this team is, is and it's been this for a couple of years, on the cusp of doing some special things. So let's go ahead and cue that interview up. Zach, back in studio, here is Corey Fickeisen, head coach of South Central. Joining us right now, head coach of the South Central Trojans, Corey Fickeisen, and thanks for joining us, Coach. Uh, uh, congratulations on the win last night. Uh, what would you like about your team? Thank you guys again for having us on. Um, it's always nice to start off the season one and out. Uh, get some confidence there. Um, we felt like uh, special teams was a huge factor for us last night. 
Uh, we got an early, early uh, punt fake for a touchdown. That kind of gave us some some momentum. Um, we blocked the punt. You know, some different things like that on special teams really, really helped us out on both sides of the ball to kind of let us settle in. Uh, you know, that week one, there's a lot of unknowns everywhere. Uh, so when you're able to steal a couple plays on special teams, it really helps out your offense and your defense. And our kids were able to execute those things that we went over and practice. So we were pretty proud of them for that. Well, Coach, talk about uh, your kids last night. Uh, some of the kids that uh, played well for you, um, and some of the, when you go back on film, and when you watch this game, who do you think is going to stand out? Um, there was quite a few, which is a good thing. You know, I didn't feel like we we had one guy who did everything. Uh, we had quite a few of them, but Carson Music had the fake punt for a touchdown. I mean, he scored a 90-yard uh, receiving touchdown, so he had a really good night. Um, but that was set up from guys like Trey Beverly running the ball and our guys up front. Um, you know, those little things feed into, okay, now this is open and we can take advantage of it. So Hagan Adams had a long touchdown. Um, you know, so there was a bunch of guys who were able to contribute, and that's kind of what we want week to week. Uh, so you're not able to key in on one. Offensively, you talk to coaches. Sometimes it could take a little while to maybe find your rhythm, find your identity offensively. Um, a lot of teams maybe not find that after week one. It takes them a couple weeks. Where do you think your offense is right now? Do you, are you comfortable where they're at? Or are they still a little bit to go to kind of find themselves? There's still quite a bit to go for us, for our our potential. Um, you know, there were things that we did well last night at times, uh, but there was also a lot of stuff that you see in, in week one. You know, a couple fumbled snaps, a couple penalties here and there um so we put some points on the board uh, but again our, our special teams kind of helped us relax a little bit on offense get into a little bit of a better groove as the game went on uh but we still feel like we have a lot of room to grow on both sides of the ball really Corey Fickeisen, head football coach at South Central, joining us. And uh, we talked to Ty Stevenson a little bit ago and uh, you know, mentioned about the Firelands Conference. And uh, did you have a chance to uh, look at some scores from last night and uh, see uh, what the FC did in week one? I did, and that's exactly what you know we have expected. Um, it's going to be tough. Uh, I mean, we, we expect once we get to that, it's going to be night in and night out. You're playing someone really good. Um, so, you know, that's a good thing to see that, that our conference is doing well in the non, the non-league part of it. And, uh, obviously you kind of root for those guys and hope that your league represents and they did last night. I mean, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of scores that you're like, man, you know, the, the, the Firelands is going to be pretty good this year. Uh, coach, talk about who you have next on your schedule and talk a little bit about that team. So we got Northmore uh, next week who beat Seneca East last night, 27-23, which is obviously a really good win. Um, and, and they scrimmaged Western and they scrimmaged Winford. So, you know, they've had three three challenges already and responded well in all three of those. They looked really good in all three of them. So um, it's going to be a tough one for us. You know, they got a really athletic quarterback, really athletic running back. They're big up front. Um, they sprinkle in some athletes here and there, so we got to go down to their place. Uh, really nice facility, which is going to be cool to play at. Um, but we know the opponent is going to be really good. But th- that's why you do it, because we talked about how 
difficult the conference is going to be, you got to schedule teams like this in the non-league to help prepare you when you get to the league. Um, so we're just going to prepare the best we can this week, and hopefully we can uh, go make it a game. All right, Coach, uh, congratulations on the Week 1 win, and best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you, guys. All right, there you go. Uh, Corey Fickeisen, uh, head football coach at South Central. They picked up a win against Willard last night. Final score, 41-15. Uh, running down a few more scores here before we get to our next guest. Shelby, 55 over uh, Madison, 55-6. to Also, Northmore, as Fickeisen mentioned, 27-23 over Seneca East. Port Clinton in that wild one over Bellevue, 49-44. Mansfield defeated Norwalk, 18-12. Edison over Firelands, 27-24. Perkins all over Woodward, 61-0. Sandusky all over Springfield, 45-0. St. Francis de Sales, they defeated Clyde, 21-14. Vermillion over Margareta, 30-28. Lakota beat Monroeville, 42-20. Plymouth over Oberlin, 51-13. Western Reserve, 40. Wellington, 12. South Central, 41-15 over Willard. And tonight here on in St. Paul here on 95.3. We'll take a break. We'll be back with our next guest here, Nick Wenzel. Uh, Edison Athletic Director, right after this, live from the Huron County Fair, this is the Locker Room Show. Simple and free. If only everything in life were this easy. Well, at Firelands Federal Credit Union, your banking can be simple and free with their Simply Free checking account. No minimum balance, no monthly service charge, free debit card, free online banking, free bill pay, and free mobile banking with mobile deposit. It's Simply Free Checking from Firelands Federal Credit Union. Visit firelandsfcu.org for more details. Firelands Federal Credit Union, why just bank when you can belong? If your home is too hot in the summer or too cold in the winter, or maybe your heating and cooling bill is way too high, it's probably time for a new heating and cooling unit for your home. In Huron County, call the folks at Norwalk Heating and Air, and in Erie County, call Huron Heating and Air. Norwalk Heating and Air and Huron Heating and Air are your hometown Lennox dealerships. Lennox Heating and Air Conditioning Units deliver you the perfect temperature, efficiency, and energy savings for your home. Call Norwalk Heating and Air or Huron Heating and Air for a free estimate today. Are you aware of any weekly tax law changes? Are you taking all the deductions you are entitled to? Are you confident that you don't owe any penalties or interest because of previous reporting errors? Stein Olson and Stang CPAs have been serving the area for over 55 years, specializing in small business and individual tax filing, financial statement preparation, payroll preparation, and individual tax planning. Call Chris Stang or Todd Olson at Stein Olson and Stang to discover the difference. Never underestimate the value of a CPA. Westside Sunoco, located on West Main Street in Norwalk, is proud to provide you with quality Sunoco fuel and proud to serve your community. Whether you need to fill your tank up or fill your belly with a cup of coffee, energy drink, or snack to get you through the day, it's safe to say Westside Sunoco has you covered. Westside Sunoco is a proud supporter of all local athletes. Congratulations to the parents, coaches, and of course, the student-athletes for your success. Everyone from Westside Sunoco will be cheering you on. 
We're midway through bath time and two medium, two-topping Domino's pizzas for $5.99 each have begun their drive to the Smith's front door. That's a GPS-enabled custom delivery alert, folks. The newest improvement to the Domino's tracker saying Domino's will be there in two minutes. They're calling an audible. Bath time's now rinse time. They've got one kid dry, two kids dry. The pizzas are here. They made it to the door. The kids are cleaning off. The new Domino's tracker with GPS worked again. To at a minimum, pan pizza will be extra. Ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. Taking your kids to their first baseball game. Getting back to the moments we miss starts with getting informed. Get the latest info about COVID-19 vaccines at getvaccineanswers.org. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. The Locker Room Show continues on 95.3 WLKR. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Back here on the Locker Room Show, live from the Huron County Fair in our booth under the grandstand right across from uh, the lemonade and the fried veggies right now. So, uh... <laughs> Got some breakfast uh, already here this morning, too, and I know donuts very popular around here, too, here at the fair in the early part of the day. Yeah, we're staring, right? The lemonade stand's not open yet. Neither is the uh, fried veggie stand, but I will say the, the lemonade's great, and when the veggie stand opens up, I may be getting my second blooming onion of the week. Oh, how about that? All right. Back here in the locker room show, Josh Bowman, Kevin Rasnick with you, Zach Dahl back in studio uh, running the board for us here today. And with us, a special guest again, we welcome Nick Wenzel, the Edison Athletic Director. How does that sound, Nick? It it sounds awesome. It sounds awesome. Go ahead. It's a a whole new world, and it's a a great world to be in. Well, you know, those, if you remember, uh, you know, Nick Wenzel, who's, who's, we've talked to the locker room show before, and if you've been to, to Willard recently, whether it's football, basketball, whatever it is, you, you've seen his face, the Willard golf, uh, golf coach. So certainly, you know, you had your, your, a very nice history w- with Willard and did a lot of great things there, uh, you know, personally but, and professionally, but professionally taking that, uh, athletic, athletic director job at Edison, and you talk about success, right? You talk about, the wrestling program stands out, right? The girls' golf team won state not that long ago. We know the football team is successful. Uh, we know that you know softball and baseball has been solid as well. And the boys' basketball program is not too far removed from back-to-back trips to the regionals as well. So you're kind of going into a program, but uh, I would say success would be the, the right word to use. Yeah, success is definitely the word to use, and it's it's kind of the moniker. How do we maintain and move forward? Um, in every program we have, we know we're going to have spots where we fall back just a little bit, but then how do we rebound and move forward and get that success back? Um, and I think that's one of the great things about Edison is the constant look for how do we succeed, not just from our coaches and our athletes, but also our community. And we've talked before, the, uh, the support from the community for our athletes and even in academics and in theater, I mean, it's it's not just one thing. It's the whole program, and and that's the you can't ask for much better as an educator. I was going to say tremendous support. I know uh, for me, I've been been in the area here for five years, and boy, Edison fans, I. Uh, you know, uh, they support their teams good, bad, like you said, support their schools as well. And I wanted to talk to you, too, uh, about what uh, led to this decision uh, of applying here and uh, being the new Edison AD. Well, 
being from Norwalk originally, it was always the hope to come back close to Norwalk. And when I got the opportunity to go to Willard, I got to work with Joe Crawford. Uh, I got to really learn a lot about the system. He allowed me to do a lot within the athletic role. Um, and I had my admin license, and I knew I wanted to move forward at some point. Um, the Edison job opened, and i, I got to give a shout-out to Chris Neer. She's probably not listening this morning, but we'll tell her later. Um, she told me, you got to apply. you got to apply. you got to get your name in there. And so I threw my name in, um, and i, I got to give credit to Chris Schaff and, and Jeff Ritz and, and Joe Crawford for giving me wonderful um, uh review to Jeff Goodwin to say, hey, this is a guy you need in your program, and, and I'm, I'm really happy that Jeff and Tom moved forward and brought me in. It's a lot of work, isn't it? It's a lot of work, but you know what? When you're doing things for kids, it doesn't seem like a lot of work. It's it, true. You know, and the more that you're doing it for the kids, the more people want to come and help you out. So, you know, it's great. It's great. And when you do what you love, it's really not like uh, having a job. Exactly. It's fun. Yeah. And don't tell people you're allowed to have fun with your job, but it's it's a fun job. Yeah, it people, really is. People out there is like, they're cursing us, saying uh, a fun job. I don't know what that is. So, but, you know, it, it's great. It's great to, you know, to be able to, you know, see you once again, this time in the, in the blue and orange, which I meant is still kind of weird for me to see you in that. But it looks good on you. And, and you talk about looking good. And, and as far as football goes, as the athletic director, you're 1-0 uh, under the uh, being the AD for this in football, and I'm certainly expecting a lot more wins for this program this year. And just kind of talk about the game last last night. Uh, obviously, you, you were there, and you know, they got that victory over a good Farlands team. Certainly, it's the case. And uh, just kind of your thoughts on your experience last night. It, you know, it was a great. First off, it was great to actually have people in the stands. And, oh, yeah. and have kids in the stands. Our student section last night was jumping. It was awesome having the bands, both bands there. The atmosphere was great. And Firelands, you know, yeah, great program, good football team. They travel well, too. They support their kids just as well. And it was a great electric night. Um, the game lived up. Uh, it was back and forth. We, in the fourth quarter, we got up 11, and Jeff Goodwin and I are standing next to each other, and we thought, all right, we're over. It's over. Seven minutes left. We got this. And two minutes and 30 seconds later, their quarterback, and I cannot remember his name, number seven, he is a stud. He marched them down that field and made sure that they made it a game again. And so it was, it, you're, you're on pins and needles the whole night, but it was a good game. It was a good game, and it was a good win over a good, solid program. And that's what we needed to start the season. Talking with uh, Nick Wenzel here, Edison Athletic Director. Uh, what about uh, the other fall sports going on? Can you give us a little update well, on that? Volleyball starts today. They've got Vermillion at home. Actually, they, they start at uh, 10 o'clock, the freshman does. Um, our girls' golf team uh, off to a slow start right now, but um, we've got a lot of returners and, and still some youth, so I'm expecting some good things uh, with Jay Near now coaching the girls' team. Um, I think we're going to put on a run here in the second half of the season for girls golf. Boys golf, uh, we're building. We're, we're building, but we're finding ways to be competitive. We've got two seniors, uh, Connor Vets uh, is one of them, who've really stepped up and, and tried to bring some senior leadership with Shane Fisher as a coach. Um, cross country, they're down at the at Fort Orbitz today for the OHSA preseason invite, the first year they're doing this. Um, I, I expect both those teams to compete for an SBC title. Um, I would love to see, see be able to say, hey, the girls won six straight. I, I really think that that's going to happen. Um, and both our soccer teams, Brian White uh, for the girls' soccer and Curry um, Lewis for the boys, they have been working hard with the kids. Um, again, 
I, I'm looking at two SBC titles sitting there. I, I think that's going to happen. Not to put pressure on any anybody, but I think the kids are ready for it, and um, I think that's where where we're going to be heading. Well, you mentioned community support, and again, we talked off here about this, and Josh mentioned his observation. My observation as well, that Edison you know, ranks at the top when it comes to supporting the kids. And you mentioned not just athletics. It's easy to support the athletics, right? Right. You know, but you, you, the, the band, we know Edison's band is, is, is very popular and does a nice job. And you talk about academics. The academic Challenge Team has had success. And, yes. And all the arts programs, like the, the community support, I don't think you can understate how important that is, not only... A, for you as administrator, have that support of the community, uh, but B, for the kids to know that they have people behind them, whatever it is they're into, you know, be it academics, be it band, be it sports, whatever it is, uh, that just, you know, that just breeds success for, for everybody, and everybody's, for the most part, is set up for success. Correct. And, and that's the, the great thing about, uh, I'm going to say a great thing about a local school district, is there is more of that community. How do we make sure that our school's district is the center of our community? And I'd be remiss if I didn't make sure I mentioned girls' tennis. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Meredith is at home right now, probably calling me, saying, hey, you didn't talk about us. Girls' tennis team, we got a solid one and two. I think those our one and two definitely got SBC title aspirations in their eyes. Um, and I, I really, not offense to Josh Bowerly down in Willard, but I kind of want to see a, a win against Willard this year. I think, <laughs> I think we've got the ability and I, I want to see that that you know title start to move away from that town down south. So, <laughs> and, and we, you hit on it there a little bit, Kevin. Uh, the support uh, the community and everybody has uh, for the uh, student athletes. It, uh, being a student athlete at Edison, um, it, it has to make those kids feel special and feel like you know they're the center of attention and it, it, they're they're big time. You know, in the center stage. You know, so to say. Exactly. And, and again. When you are putting kids in a situation where they can look out and they can see there are people there to support them and they're behind them, they're going to move forward and they're going to work harder to try to put forth that effort. When you've got a community that's putting as much money as they have in the facilities, and the, the facilities that we have, I, I think, are some of the best in the area. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it's hard not to want to go, I want to play. I want to go back and play. But... <laughs> It's hard to, you know, you see the amount of kids that we've got involved. Even even the kids that aren't involved in athletics, that are, are involved in the theater, involved in the music programs, and in academic challenge. Um, it, it's a great, great thing. And we got to make sure it stays that way. Yeah, that's, that's the case. Is there any big uh, projects that you can talk about that maybe is on the horizon that you guys are working on, whether it be facilities or are there any things you're trying to raise funds for? Is there anything that uh, you're, you're going to try to tackle uh, here in your first couple of years? Well, and I'm, everybody's seen the paper and over again. Um, we're still discussing facilities as in buildings, what's going to happen and, and what type of uh, th levy might go forward. Um, I don't know where we're at with that and what's going to happen. Um, I know that there's, from an athletics point of view, you know, you guys know as well as most of the guys that come up, our press boxes are in the need of a little bit of a uh, Facelift, I guess, would be the best way to say it. Um, so that's one thing that definitely is on the horizon. Um, and, and I said when I got hired, they started these facility projects uh, with the mind of wanting an auxiliary gym. Somewhere down the line, I want to see an auxiliary gym put in. 
I don't think that's going to be any time in the near future. We're still paying off uh, the multi-purpose wrestling room. Um, people have given a lot of money to the school district. You know, there's a point where you got to step back and say, you know what, we need breathe for a little bit. Right. Right, but right. in the future, that that's definitely on the horizon of something we need to look explore because it's going to help out all our programs, uh, especially when we've got the volleyball um, all set up with the mats in the gym allowing basketball players to get in and shoot during the off season it, it opens up some things for us and it also helps to make sure all our programs including our biddy programs have a place to play and not practicing at seven eight nine o'clock at night <laughs> that's true yeah all so. right uh, we're up against it here nick thanks so much for joining us here from the fair and uh, best of luck there at edison man. no problem thanks we appreciate it all right we'll go ahead and take a break here folks when we come back our domino's trivia question and the sports roundtable live with mark lane here from the huron county fair this is the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. Teamwork, discipline, and responsibility all go a long way in preparing today's student-athlete for the years after high school graduation. The Law Office of Harwood Niedermeyer encourages you to support high school athletics and the lessons it can teach. Also, please support the academic and music boosters. This message is a service of the law offices of Harwood Niedermeyer, 111 Myrtle Avenue, downtown Willard. Call 419-935-0171. The Bellevue Hospital extends best wishes, good health, and success to all area student-athletes. The athlete's choice to be active, play hard, keep fit, and work to be on top of their games sets a great example for all of us to make healthy choices. And the Bellevue Hospital is the right choice for all of your health care needs. Visit them online at BellevueHospital.com or follow them on Facebook. The Bellevue Hospital, quality care close to home for over 100 years. By now, most of you are familiar with Noble Sports and Trophies in Norwalk. Dwight and the crew have been around since 1986. But do you know everything that they do? They do silkscreen printing, embroidery, heat press, vinyl cutting, custom designs, team wear, awards, scratch engraving, laser engraving, glass engraving, and add specialty items. Add all that to their 30 years of experience, and why would you go anywhere else but Noble Sports and Trophies? On 8 and a half East Seminary Street in Norwalk. Do you have a vehicle to sell? Having bad luck online trying to sell it or don't even know where to begin? Jeff Danhoff from Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram and Willard wants to personally invite you to his dealership. He's looking for vehicles to add to their pre-owned inventory. They can get you a price and paid all in the same day. No hassle, no gimmicks, and you don't even need to be in the market to buy a vehicle. Come in and just say, I'm here to sell my vehicle, and they can get you paid and on your way at Schaefer Danhoff and Willard. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Ohio. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. When will the danger become crystal clear? When you read another statistic? When it happens to your neighbor? When your family is shattered? When will you finally take action? 
Don't let another family's life fall to pieces due to the dangers of unsafe railroad crossings. Report bad railroad crossings at angelsontrack.org. That's angelsontrack.org. Because bad crossings kill good drivers. Sponsored by Angels on Track, aired by OAB and the station. He's a man. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. Such a man. It's time for the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Lane, with the Sports Roundtable. Mark joins Josh and Kevin to talk all things sports, including high school athletics, the tribe, the Blue Jackets, the Browns, and Buckeyes, as well as what he is grilling for dinner. The Sports Roundtable and the Locker Room Show begins now. Welcome back here, folks, to the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. Josh Bowman, Kevin Rasnick with you live from the booth here at the Huron County Fair under the grandstands. And uh, it's time for the Sports Roundtable live. And with us here on location, Mark Lane. Good morning, Mark. Uh, Good morning, guys. Nice to see you in person as opposed to talking over the phone lines. Although I will say not much of a (laughs) roundtable. Rectangles here, but you know. Well, we are we, we are limited in our, our space out here. We certainly are, and budget. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Mark, uh, let's talk about your football game. As we, we mentioned, uh, Edison and Firelands. What was your overall uh, take from that one last night on K ninety six? You had two two good football teams that could potentially face each other again down down the road since they're in the same region. But uh, I I think uh, you know. Edison's AD uh, pointed out how good the uh, Firelands quarterback uh, was last night. Uh, he single-handedly uh, got him back into the game. But uh, Edison, same same old style with Jim Hall. And, uh, in, in, in fact, uh, that's why uh, we ended up with our player of the game uh, last night was Hunter Conley. He had 96 yards rushing before halftime. Oh, wow. And, and then he added on. Uh, and uh, they also... Uh, had a uh, sophomore that uh, the Williams kid ran real well for him in the second half. So, but they, you know, they had three or four running backs. You know, along with Thomas Simon, their quarterback can run, and uh, you know, same old thing, uh, controlling it. And they did what they had to. They made some mistakes that allowed Firelands in the game early, but uh, in the end, uh, they managed to to pull it out in a real good football. Real good football game. Well, and starting off the season one and zero, certainly that's that's great for for any school. But to do that against a quality point like that, uh, that can really set the tone, I think, for the season for the Chargers. Yeah, it it can, and and of course, you know, they don't they don't shy away from anybody. And they're the Bay Division is always tough, but you know they're. Their schedule before then, you know, next week they go to Bellevue. So, you know, they're going to play Edna Sani at Bellevue. And uh, they also uh, host the Norwalk Truckers. So, you know, they're playing several of the uh, late division SBC teams getting in, which is kind of out of necessity the way things are working. But it's great for the communities, and, and they've, you know, done that in the past. Yeah, and it, and it can, for Edison, it can only make them better playing, uh, you know, stronger opponents like that out of the lake. Well, yeah, and that's the same reason that Todd Fox plays, uh, you know, teams like uh, Olmstead Falls <laughs> and Bishop Hartley and Mansfield Senior. 
Well, and, and you know, certainly now that the, the playoffs are expanded, I think there was some hesitation out of, out of base schools to play some of those late schools because, look, I mean, every every game is important when it comes to playoff positioning and getting into the playoffs. Now that the, it's not quite as important, and we can debate whether it's a good thing or a bad thing or not all day long, uh, but you know, there is a little more incentive to maybe schedule up a little bit, and we'll see some more crossover games. Well, you're right about that, Kev. We could, we could, spend, uh, we could spend two Saturdays just discussing, uh, you know, the whole playoff thing and, and what the coaches think of it <laughs> as, as far as that goes. But, yeah, and, you know, the the key thing is no matter what you do in your conference, if you're playing that tough schedule, you get into the playoffs, you're already tuned up to play against these quality teams. Uh, that's true. Uh, Sports Roundtable here with Mark Lane, live from the Huron County Fair in the Locker Room Show. And, uh, Mark, did you see uh, with the Browns, let's talk a little Browns football, did you see uh, the little little brawl that they had with the Giants uh, during practice? Well, yeah, and, and actually it was after, after well, practice. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they waited around for, for, the, for the ambush, but, uh, <laughs> you know, but yeah, a little excitement there, uh, you know, to, to get set for the game on Sunday, which I heard last night you're going to be at. Yeah, I got, I got some tickets for that. I don't know what I was thinking. It's going to be like 87 in some. And then I'm going to bake out there on a Sunday. At one. Who schedules a preseason game Sunday at 1? On. Well, and, and next week they play Sunday at 7. That's right. So uh, you excited about what's going on with the Browns here as we get ready to yeah. enter into another season? Expectations are very high, of course. Yeah, well, I, I think we found out last year that the organization uh, knows what they're doing. We've known for a couple of years they, they with Dorsey. They started getting better players, yeah. but uh, they they really showed uh, they showed a lot. And obviously, when you beat Pittsburgh back to back weeks in Pittsburgh, you know we haven't been able to beat them in Pittsburgh any time, let alone you know back to back weeks, including a game in the playoffs. So yeah, I like where they're at. As long as they can stay healthy, as long as they can stay healthy, we're we're already getting dinged up a little bit. We're a little short on linebackers, and uh, you know our safeties. Have have been yeah you know a, a little lean, uh, but the quality is there. The depth, you know, watching them last week in that game against Jacksonville, where you didn't have any of your premier players playing in the game, and and they looked really really good. They I did? mean, you know, their, their JV team is beating other varsity teams right now. <laughs> Yeah, certainly expectations are high for the Browns. You know, for me personally, I'm trying to not be, you know, I'm not thinking super robust. I mean, look, I've been programmed to think, uh, you know, think, you know, first round draft pick early in the season. You're thinking that's, but I'm not, you know, I'm not there. But, you know, first and foremost, you know, win some games, get in the playoffs, right? I think that's what the expectations need to be. I want to talk about real quick about your Green Bay Packers. I know there's maybe a handful of listeners will care about this, but I do want to ask you, Aaron Rodgers, uh, the situation there. You know, it is what it is. He's not exactly a happy camper, but he's still with the team. And I imagine for you as a Packers fan, you'd rather have him than not have him. Oh, yeah, obviously, you know, the talent drops off. You know, it's it's kind of like LeBron leaves town. Look at the Cavs in, in, in Green Bay right now. You know, they, they haven't developed another quarterback. They really haven't had to. So, you know, but, uh, you know, Green Bay is a little bit like the Cleveland Indians in the fact that, you know, they spend some money on free agents, but, you know, it's a community-owned team, the only one in the NFL, and so they kind of tend to watch their budget. So you're one of the... 
you have some stock in that, right? Yes, so I do. So basically you're calling you and your co-owners, you know, you pinch yes. the same pennies at this point, huh? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. You know, they, they took my uh, they took my stock money uh, to put a new monitor in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> Talking with Mark Lane here from the Huron County Fair at the Locker Room Show here. Josh and Kevin with you for a little bit more. And, uh... Uh, Mark, since we're at the fair, I want to ask you, uh, what's some of your favorite foods at the fair? We're always foodies here on the Locker Room Show. Mind you, a few minutes left. Yes, well, <laughs> you know, I, I mentioned when I came in, I, I've always got to go to the Granger and, and get That's a right. sausage. I've got to get a uh, get a sausage sandwich from the Grange. And, and of course, uh, uh, Mark Hazel was waiting for the same thing that I always love, and that's the French waffles. But I have to admit, I, I'm going to have to try one of those deep-fried Oreos after listening to you and Cammie this week. Yeah, we were talking about that. Uh, yeah, I love those uh, for sure. I uh, love the donuts, too, uh, Lurch's Donuts here. Yeah, oh, yeah. The powdered sugar one. How yeah. can you go wrong with donuts? <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, let's go ahead and get to our Domino's trivia question here. Uh, Mark, uh, go ahead. Well, uh, decided uh, it had a little collaboration with Mark Hazelwood, but we decided since the Huron Tigers are playing the St. Paul Flyers again tonight, when was the last time that the St. Paul Flyers and the Huron Tigers played? All right, uh, multiple choice here, folks. 2010, 2015, or 2020. When was the last time Huron and St. Paul met in high school football? Give us a call, folks, at 419 609 Four nine five three, and uh, Zach Dahl will take the call, and we'll go ahead and take uh, just a minute break here, Zach. Well, you get a call maybe, and then we'll come back and wrap up the show after this here on ninety five three WLKR. ADHD, it's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder or ADHD can be complicated, and it can last a lifetime. Living with a condition can sometimes be a challenge. It may take years to accept a formal diagnosis, and it's not always easy to find the right treatment plan. Did you know that up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental health condition that also requires a comprehensive approach to treatment? ADHD guidelines were recently updated to reflect the need to screen for associated disorders. Be sure to talk with your child's doctor about proper screening and visit moretoadhd.com for additional information. That's moretoadhd.com. This message has been brought to you in partnership with Ada, ACO, and Chad. The Locker Room Show continues with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. What is that? I painted my face. You painted your face? Yeah. Why? On 95.3 WLKR. Oh, you know, support the team. Oh, there you go. Let know you're out there. It's the playoffs. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Back here at the Huron County Fair at the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. Wrapping things up in our... Trivia winner was uh, not sure which Bob, but we have a couple of Bobs that play uh, the trivia with us here. It's Bob from Norwalk. He knew the answer was? Answer the jury question, Mark. 2015. There you go. The last time that they played uh, Huron and St. Paul in high school football. Let's thank all of our guests here. Mark Hazelwood, of course. Uh, Mark Lane with us right now. Nick Wenzel, the new AD at Edison. Thank them all for joining us here. Uh, Corey Fickeisen, Ty Stevenson also over the phone. 
Zach Dahl. I want to thank him for running the board here this morning. And I want to mention a couple things at the fair here today. A large livestock sale going on at 9 o'clock, uh, going on right now. Uh, the Heritage Center is now open. Also, the, da- the Dairy Silent Auction ends at 4 o'clock. The Showman of Showman in the Doug Wilson Building at 5 o'clock. And the Demo Derby tonight, 6 o'clock in the Grandstand, as well as the Barn Dance in the Ag heritage area and kevin you're going to stick around for a couple hours i'll be here till around noon or so and then uh, if you're listening and want to stop and say hi you can do that when buy me a lemonade i'm not going to tell you no so i'll be here for a couple more hours <laughs> all right well folks uh, that'll do it here from the huron county fair thanks so much for joining us uh, we'll be back of course uh, next saturday live in studio with all your high school sports favorites uh, coaches uh, interviews and you name it thanks for listening to the locker room show live here from the huron county fair on 95.3 WLKR. And that'll do it for this week's Locker Room Show. Today's show has been brought to you by West Side Sunoco, Smiley Automotive, Stein Olson and Stang CPAs, Norwalk Heating and Air, Noble Sports and Trophies, the Law Offices of Harwood and Niedermeyer, the Huron County Veterans Service Office, Fisher Titus Medical Center, Firelands Federal Credit Union, the Village Drive-Thru in Milan, Bellevue Hospital, and Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering on 95.3 WLKR, the sports voice of the Firelands. Well.